Hello, welcome to another episode of Sitting in the Corner Looking Pretty. My name's Simon and this is a podcast about the management of projects, both at a project level and a business level, to make sure that both are working together and um, getting the best you can out of them, getting the best value for the business, getting the best value for the project and a series of tips, ideas, thoughts, techniques, um, it's very short, 10 minutes or so, uh, of things that could help you make your projects business better, and uh, hopefully not in isolation, um, so yeah, it's all good, all good, all very good, hopefully. Um, at the moment we're on a series of the nine rules of making your management of projects uh, better both for the project and the business Uh, these are nine rules that are kind of very key they're kind of very high level um, taken from lots of just methodologies and ways of working and it's just condensing it to make it into a usable framework for everybody at a high level um, and most of it will probably sound blooming obvious to you um, but you'd be amazed how it's not always that um, obvious um, and also you know draw all the things that are simple and right in life do seem obvious you just have to remind yourself every now and again about them so these known rules uh, that framework for that in the projects and uh, projects in the business and for the business so we are now on number six I believe which is enable and trust the right people um, again I face it sure it sounds kind of obvious to you but um, there are kind of three elements to this um, and I think they all need to work in unison well I know they always have to work in unison if you don't do one but you do the other two then it is not going to be as effective not going to make his projects best they can be not make your business best but it can be so let's take it in reverse I think first enable and trust the right people so the right people well the right people within a project are the right people to perform the tasks that are there to be done um, and right has many different forms um, in itself you could have the most skilled person to the job the person with the most time free to do the job um, best combination of the both um, depends depends who's there what resource you're available and that's the key to it is working out who that right person is to do that particular task who has got capacity to do it because there's no point in putting someone who's got all the skills in the world but hasn't capacity to do it because they will not do the best job they can um, and there's also no point in putting the person the person that the most capacity to do but has got absolutely no skills to do it to do the best job they can so it's getting that it's getting the right decision and you know every situation will be slightly different 
and your results will be slightly different. Uh, you know, and the right person might be might be used to it. It might be from project manager's point of view. It very rarely is, but sometimes if you go down the line and there's no one else to do it, but it has to get done, then sometimes a project manager is the best person to do it. Um, that's kind of like um, last resource because project managers tend to be jack of all trades, master of none, apart from hopefully managing the project and people. Um, so if there's a task that he's doing, then you might be the best person in the situation to do it. Um, but just sense check that. What the what wrong thing to do is, is to do tasks because you want to do them. Because they give you status, because you feel that you um, sh- should be doing them because you're going to do them the best you can because you think that will elevate you um, if it's an ego driven thing but then if it's an ego driven thing you're not going to admit that to yourself you're just going to do it aren't you so let's face it we all can tell ourselves lies and uh, we all go and off doing stuff that we probably shouldn't do sometimes um, so first section trust enable the right people so that's the right people then enable them so to enable someone to do a job first they need information they need the parameters of what's going to go on within that job they need it clearly defined in a way that they can understand which comes back to the last few things understand and rules is uh, not things um, communicate effectively and understand um, and you need to give them constraints which they can work in. Now, there's a thing in Prisma called Manage by Exception, um, which essentially is letting people make decisions within certain set parameters. And this is really helpful in enabling people to get on with the job and the tasks they're doing. So you could say, well, you've got, uh, can spend as much money as you want up to 10 grand. But then after that, we need to get it signed off. Um, it's probably not the, not the most ideal example, but um, I can talk about management exception. I think I have done in the past. Um, or you can give them time set li- things, set limits, and say, right, we've got three weeks to do this in. And um, if you're not doing it in three weeks, I need to know if you only do three weeks, that's fine, just come and tell me. I won't be checking up on you. Um, so it's about information. It's about knowing what decisions they can make. It's about giving them constraints. It's about giving them the freedom to do the best that they can with the skills because you've already highlighted that the right people do it. So you know you put your trust, your faith in them. Um, to get on with it so let them get on with it um, and then that will get the best outcome from the person that you've outlined is the right person then the third part of it so you've got the right person there within what areas you've got taken I'm not sure most of you try and do that 
you enable them, give them the right information, give them the constraints, which is probably the thing that people get let down on quite a lot. Um, and where this rule probably fails, and no, I uh, can probably relate to that as well. You think you're giving people the right scope and information and constraints, and then you realise you haven't later on. Um, and who's you blame for that? Well, you could blame them, but there's only one person to blame ever, and that's no one. You just accept that you've made a mistake, or you can do things better next time. Then, trust, trust the right person. So you've gone through this, then you have to let them get on with it and do it. The last thing someone needs is a micromanager. That dissolves trust straight away. You have to give them, you've put this faith in them, you said, right, you're the right person, I've given you the information, I've done my job right, you're the right person to do it, go and do your job that we've given you to do. Go and do your job. And we'll come back within the constraints of when it should be done by, all that sort of thing, and then we'll move on to the next task. Fine, great. Um, so, micromanagement in that is a way to erode trust, that you don't trust someone because you're constantly onto them. And the other extreme to it, which is totally ignore it and I've had both both you know in a, well across the course of my many years of experience but I know there's a couple recently of having both where you get someone who's constantly micromanaging right on top of you um, doing your job effectively that you're beginning to do um, and that will come on to that comes into the next rule of responsibility, which we'll come on to next week. And you just don't know, one, if you're allowed to get the job done, how you need to do it, or if you can get the job done, it's been constantly interfered with, so you're going backwards and forwards and back, and you're just stopping and starting, and no one really knows what's going on. And that happened to me a year or two back, and had a discussion about the micromanagement. It kind of went away but it was possibly addressed too late maybe in the day um, and then you also have the other extreme which is to pay no attention whatsoever and in some ways no I think it's equally as bad as micromanaging um, because no matter how hard you try to get the right person to do it and to enable them there's always some information that's not quite there so it's about supporting rather than doing and you have to have those conversations just keeping a check that if they need any more advice or direction i would certainly avoid the word help because that means that you end up doing the work this is more about guidance than doing and it all is always the best thing if you start doing it erodes the trust and the responsibility again comes that next week um but to totally ignore people and come back 
though you haven't got a clue what's going on you're playing catch up as it is the person there is a little bit lost sometimes if they've a bit of information that they haven't got they don't know they haven't got yet um, and it takes away that collaboration when you now when this happened to me it was absolutely not a disaster for the company it got salvaged but the person decided that um, they were going to be involved in the finances um, but didn't want to know about the project wouldn't communicate about the project ended up invoicing for quite a substantial amount more less than they needed to got all that wrong didn't didn't keep an eye on actually the piece of work that was going on which is a project which for someone who's in charge of projects was uh, quite scary for a cook for business um, and it totally eroded any trust because there was a big big mistake going on which needed rectifying so that eroded trust with the client eroded trust of the people doing the job it was um, not brilliant um, I wouldn't say outcome because the project was a good outcome in the end but from a business point of view it wasn't a good outcome um, so those hopefully a bit of an explanation about the three elements of rule number six correct me if I'm wrong I think it's six enable and trust the right people if you get all those three right as you go along those those three things then so certainly from a business point of view you'll do really well from a project point of view you'll do well too and um, you know, this one and the next one a lot more important for the business point of view for the project to get the best out of a project and maybe the other ones which are a bit more project related um, to communicate and understand but they all come together no matter what that they affect how the business does and also how the project does because the two are intrinsically I don't know if I've had that yet for, on this podcast probably just as well because it's a bit difficult but anyway uh, linked together intrinsically linked together just so you get that sentence in full um, and great so there we are hopefully that was a little bit of help for you all so it's something I try and do and try and do better and better and better and it will all be good so have a good morning evening afternoon whatever it is see you later bye